everybody. It's Tuesday. You know what time it is. It's Longhorn Confidential time. Danny Davis, the Austin American Statesman, as always. Cedric Golden, Kirk Bowles. Guys, how are we doing today? Uh, we know how the Longhorns are doing. They're off. They get the week off to uh, kind of recoup and, I guess, recover from what was a tough weekend in Stillwater. Uh, Texas, 34. Oklahoma State, 41. If you were rooting for the bright orange, you were very happy. Burn orange, not so much. Um, said you were with us um, in Stillwater. Um, first off, we're a little upset with our friends from the Oklahoma. And they, uh, Jenny, Jacob, Barry, they did not inform us that it is freezing cold in the press box. But once we thawed out, once we actually kind of got over that, the chilly press box, uh, said, what did you observe on the field and um, from your reporting up in Stillwater? And what was a pretty rough loss for the Longhorns, their third overall loss, second loss in Big 12 play? Well, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over. And um, it was freezing in the press box and I still had an ice cream sandwich. How about that? But um, as far as football's concerned, man, I, I told Kirk on, on second thought that I thought they'd lose. I thought they'd lose. You can't trust them. Danny, uh, and you can tell Kirk this. When it was 31-17, I, kind of, I elbowed Danny and I go, all right, here we go. <laughs> I mean, they're up 14 and no one, no one – is quite sure that they're going to win the game, and that's a problem. And so uh, not force-feeding B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson while you're throwing it downfield with a quarterback who just didn't have it is, is just an indictment on Sark. He's got to be, he's got to be smarter in game in the second half. And guys running open, they couldn't connect. Quinn and his receivers did not connect and in the second half. And so um, it was there for the taking. Probably should have won the game. But they find a way to give it away in the second half. It's no longer a trend. It's actually who they are. And that's a problem. Yeah, I'm going to go over some stats. Then, Kirk, you can kind of tell me what stands out. Quinn Ewers, as said, alluded to, the retreat sophomore quarterback first roads to road start. Um, we, we don't count Dallas as a road game. Um, 19 of 14 stat wise, 319 yards, two touchdown passes. I take that on my fantasy football team, but he also <laughs> had three interceptions. And in that once again, that 19 of 49, um, you know, passing, which is a under 40% completion percentage um, on defense season high, 535 yards allowed season high, 41 points allowed. So step back on a defense that was playing well, Anthony cook, the senior defensive back got hurt, broken arm. He's week to week, which um, I I'm not a doctor, but um, I'll I'll, no take, broken arm. Yeah. I'll take Steve uh, Steve at his arm uh, at his word on that um, you know timeline. Um, Texas not ranked now, dropped from 20 to out of the poll. Um, they haven't been a ranked team since the beginning of the 2021 season. Their first game of the Sarkeesian era against Louisiana. They're now one in six in row games under Steve Sarkeesian. And this is also the fifth loss that they have um, under Steve Sarkeesian, which they have had a second a second half lead of at least 10 points. So a lot of stats there, Kirk, a lot of stuff I just said. What kind of stands out to you about uh, uh, about that loss in Stillwater? 10 and 10 stands out to me. And that's average. That's mediocre. And you don't hire a coach and pay him $6.3 million a year to be 500. You just don't. And I agree with Sid. I, I think Sark outsmarted himself with his game plan. You know, I've been joking that he scripts the first 20 plays. He should script an entire game maybe. Maybe that's what's missing is just go all in 
and script every play because, I mean, it's windy as hell in that place, as you all know. Uh, you're up 14. You've got running backs that are averaging either five or six yards a carry. You know, you just outsmart yourself, and Quinn didn't have it. And uh, why he didn't turn to Hudson Card for a series or two, I just don't know. And he came from a place in Alabama where Nick Saban does that at halftime of a national championship game, for Pete's sake. So, you know, that whole one and six road record, the 10 and 10 overall record, it just speaks to uh, a lack of adjustments in the second half. And that counterplay was working in the first half. They shut that down, so you got to come back with something else. And I don't know. It just, it's just, I think people are at wits' ends uh, trying to figure out why Sark can't do something to stop that second half collapse every game, especially and, on the road. And Danny, it's, it came on the same day where Dabo Swinney just said, "Look, DJ's not getting it done. I'm, 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 I'm going to K Klubnik, and he's a freshman." But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this in his hands because my guy doesn't have it today. Because, you know, he reiterated that DJ's still the starter after the game. Yes. Yeah. What he had to do to win that game. And so I'm not saying uh, put um, Cuts and Card in there and say he's a starter for the rest of the season. I'm not Nobody saying is. that. Nobody but is. maybe you need a spark that day. And I know someone impressed by us goes, um, I think I've seen enough of Hudson Card on the road. I'm like, well, Hudson Card is better than he was last year. And so um, I would have liked to have seen a plan B. And it looked like plan A didn't get it done. So um, I know he's got some soul searching that he's doing right now during this bye week. But you got to make sure this thing doesn't go off the rails. You still have some really tough, tough competition. You're arguably your two toughest games are coming up right after the bye week. You got at K-State, TCU, big games. And to that point, guys, uh, I think Klubnik may have thrown four or five passes. You know, they relied on their running game and a suffocating defense that shut down Syracuse after that. But like you said, DJ had three turnovers. So just – and he took him out. They didn't become four or five turnovers. So – you know, I know quarterbacks are different. We all know that. And Sark talked about that on Monday a little bit. But when you have a track record of one and six on the road, you got to do something to shake things up and because it clearly wasn't working. And one more thing, Danny, one more thing. The thing that the thing that really should really worry Texas fans moving forward is the next time you get up double digits in the second half, your opponent's not going to quit. They don't have a reason to lay down because they believe you're going to let them back in the game because that's what you do. That's what you do. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, if Mike Tyson knocked a guy down in the first round, that that fight wasn't going more than two or three rounds. But guys are getting up off the mat to beat Texas, and they're not going to quit because they believe that Texas is not a good good second-half team, and that's the truth. They're not. One thing I will push back about with the Hudson card, um, Quinn Ewers conversation is this wasn't Clemson Syracuse and this wasn't Texas Arkansas last year. Texas was, was winning. Um, Quinn did not play well, but Texas was also winning until like four minutes, three minutes left in the, in the game. At that point, you're not pulling, you're not putting in a cold Hudson card. 
to try to, you know, march your team down the field. So I, I think I think it's a little bit of a different situation. Not to say that Quinn was playing well, but you know, Texas was also winning and up by 10 points. So you know, there should be something said said about that. But um now Texas is three and two in Big 12 play. TCU, Oklahoma State, Kansas State all ahead of them in the conference standings. Texas does get t- TCU and Kansas State uh, the rest of the season, but I think TCU is pretty pretty much locked in to one of those spots in the Big 12 championship game. And Oklahoma State is very much in control of their destiny. They'd have to slip up and slip up pretty mightily um, to for Texas to kind of jump them in that um, in that pecking order. But we shall see. Um, as we said, Texas is on a bye this week. Play a little game um, with you two. Um, what is one thing that Texas must work on um, on its offense and its defense during this week? We'll start with offense. We'll start with said. What is one thing you want to see Texas work on this week um, on its, with its offense? Our quarterback has to play better. I mean, uh, I mean, I know it's simplistic, but he's got to be better. Um, his protection was decent. He's got the best running back in the country and the best backup running back in the country in on his team. And he's got he's he and those receivers, I hope, are out throwing that football right now. They got to figure out a way to get some passes, uh, moving those chains. And it doesn't, and this is this is on Sark as well. It doesn't have to be a 35-yard, 50-yard bomb downfield. More Jordan Whittington, more chain moving uh to set up some play action passes. Because um if if Quinn plays like this, it's just gonna be bad. Danny, and I hate to say it, you're gonna be back in San Antonio. Sorry, Chad. I'm sorry, Chas, but Danny Davis. Kirk Bowles said going going to be in San Antonio at the Alamo Bowl if Queen Ewers doesn't play well play well no, down no the stretch. No way. They're not going to be good enough to go to the Alamo Bowl. They're right behind the New Year's Six Bowls. No, so, no, if they get oh, – oh, so Alamo is first in the pecking order now? No, it's, it's I think it's second after New, York, New Year's Six. And they ain't the second best team in the Big 12, said. You're looking at Houston or Liberty Bowl or Cheez-It Bowl. So I don't want Liberty, that. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. I don't want them. I, I'll, I'll take yeah, – Bev and I have never been to Orlando, fam. Never been to Orlando. It's all about um, you. It's all about you. So. Never been to Beale Street. Never been to Beale Street, fam. You know – in the, in the winter might be brutal. I don't know what – I think they need to fix more the play caller than the, than the pass thrower because I think Quinn is really good. I think – I don't think – any of our faith in him has been shattered or hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his fifth start. His fifth start. And Spencer. But I will say this: Greg McElroy had a point. Greg McElroy said, "You know what? He's got that big arm, and he and he doesn't always step into his throws. He's thrown he's off. Hard. He's got that gun, so he's throwing off his back foot. Yeah. And when you throw off your back foot like that, you're not always accurate. You don't step toward the target. So." Yeah. Um, I know there's some mechanical things. He's just he's wildly talented, and sometimes a wildly talented cat can can take shortcuts and still get to the desired location. But when you struggle, that's when you have to go back to the fundamentals. and And hopefully, they're working on him with that. Um, I expect him to play better. He's just too talented to not play better. But um, their 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 problems are always going to be that of road problems. I, I mean, if they play TCU, um, that's a pick 'em at DKR. It is, but it, but but in Fort Worth, I'd have TCU by seven or eight points. I just would. 
But but Quinn is not a finished product. Like I said, it's his fifth start. That was Spencer Sanders, what, 500th, you know, career start. He's been there forever. He's been there as long as Gundy, it seems like. He played so, well. He played and that well. makes a big difference. That was as good as Spencer Sanders has looked. And, he took care and, of the ball. He took and care I of would the ball. like to see Texas run the ball a bit more and hit that short intermediate pass, hit some more crosses over the middle instead of throwing deep so much. What do you got, Danny? I think I'd kind of lean more towards Kirk saying, I mean, when you're blowing this many second half leads, I think that's indicative of you not making adjustments and the opposing team making adjustments and your team scored three points in the um, second half. And, you know, granted the players had to go execute, but that also says something about um, you not being able to scheme up to match up what Oklahoma state, who, you know, they have good defensive coaches, but um, Texas and Steve Sarkeesian and his offensive staff just weren't able to, match and that's been a problem in some of their um these second half um slip-ups that they've had so obviously the players need to play better but i would say that the coaches who are making a nice amount of change um, need to do a better job of scheming after halftime and adjusting to, um to counter what the defensive coaches on the other sideline are doing but let's go defense uh kirk we'll start with you what's one thing you want to see this defense work on over this over this bye week Tackling, tackling, and maybe a little more tackling. I mean, I, I think we thought that had kind of been fixed a little bit, but then they had the bad tackling game against Iowa State and some against West Virginia. I don't know how many missed tackles they had, but it's just, you know, that led to explosive play, that last touchdown. What was it, 54 yards, guys? Something like that. And they just don't wrap up, and there wasn't help there. Uh, immediately to get the guy down. And it's just it's just a backbreaking when you have those big explosive plays, you turn the field upside down and the scoreboard. It's kind of like those two long plays Roshan and Bijan had, you know. You know, back then they're rolling and I'm thinking, wow, Texas has got this. They really do. But I don't know. It just seemed like they slipped into some bad tackling fundamentals again. And the pass defense, I mean, look at it. They're 94th in the country in pass defense now. 94. But then you look at it, TCU is 101st, Oregon 115th, Oklahoma State 127. You know, so part of that's just kind of the game today. But I really think they need to work more on tackling. And I know it's hard to do because you don't want to be overly physical uh, in practices. And you already got Anthony Cook playing with a broken arm. Uh, since when did a broken arm make you day to day? You know, if I break my arm, I'm out for two years probably. So. Hey, you but, broke your neck and you still came back to play. Second so half. That's how stupid I am. Arms. Don't <laughs> talk to me about broken arms, sir. You play with a broken neck. That's pretty stupid, though. Yeah, yeah. I say, I say, tactics. What do you guys have? We're sharing a brain on that. I mean, it, it was noticeable, especially down the stretch. The first guy seemed to always miss the guy with the ball, and Sark even brought it up. He said, "I could show you on tape." where early in the game we were swarming and then late in the game one guy gets there and then everybody's just watching and they're not they're not joining joining in the tackle so i think that that's got to be priority one in the bye week like you said i don't know how you how you practice that i guess you practice on 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 the tackling dummies but you don't tackle on live bodies because that's how you can get hurt in practice so a lot of it's effort said because you remember he said he would see on the tape where one guy's trying to get him down and you got several guys watching. That's awesome. that's yeah. focus and intensity. 
with the desperation of 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 losing this game and knowing that you you basically uh, you're done in the Big 12 if you lose one more. And so that desperation quotient is going to be amped up. And I fully expect to see them swarming uh, in their next game. Now, whether or not it, it adds up to a win, I don't know. But uh, like you said, tackling and effort got to be priority one on that side of the ball. I'd like to see the uh, young corners um... – behind Ryan Watson, Deshaun Jameson, get some good practice reps because they're going to be needed down the stretch. And then obviously, whatever Texas has to do, despite how many weeks um, Anthony Cook is out, apparently he may be back next week, but we need to see uh, um, that depth at safety because um, Anthony had been playing really, really well. This Great year. Season. You're right. He's going to, he's going to be missed. his way into an NFL camp this year. So I'd like to see just the depth of those, I guess, defense, pretty much the entire secondary, just kind of tested and giving some good reps because, you know, those older guys who are starting, um, they've obviously been through some battles. So give the young guys some reps because they're going to be needed needed down the stretch. Um, you know, we talked about what we want Texas to do during the bye week. What are we going to be doing during the bye week? Um, obviously, it's a weekend weekend off for us, although really there's no such thing as a weekend off. Um, but, Kirk, I know you have some travel plans set. What are you, you going to be doing? What's uh, – what are the travel plans? What do you plan on watching uh, this weekend? Well, I know the Ducks going to be in La La Land with Brad Pitt and Angelina and J-Lo. Yeah, we're going out Saturday he, night. And he just might cover a soccer match. He might. That's up in the air. I, I told him, make sure you go to the match. Just make sure you go. Um, I'm covering uh, Saturday. I'm going to cover the Texas Longhorn men's basketball team in a scrimmage against Arkansas. This, uh, just to see what they have. They got those new faces, so I kind of want to get acclimated before the real stuff starts. And then, um, and then on Sunday, I think I'm chilling because I, I think my fantasy league team is playing the Emmett Smith trading cards owned by one wager Davis, wager. who's having a down year. He's usually on top, but which means you're on a buy. You're gonna buy this week if you're playing me. <laughs> Oh man, that's it. Um, Sunday, I think I think I'm off on Sunday, so yeah. Hey, you can watch working soccer. on my, I'm going to be working on my season for caring stuff this weekend. That's for sure. I got lots of that going. Awesome. What are you doing, Danny? I'm actually going to take a, a weekend off. Um, you know, we don't we don't get a lot of weekends off. It's uh, obviously the Halloween on Monday, so I think we're going to go to a pumpkin patch uh, with my with my young son and get to see him, get to spend some time with my wife, and not. Uh, worry about this job for for a couple of days but um kirk what's uh what, what's austin fc's chances are they going to be uh is this going to be a, a good trip to la or is this going to be a, a a long a long flight home well i've kind of known for some crazy predictions so heck, why not i'll go all in to say they're going to win they're two and oh against lafc this year uh beat them both home and away it's the only team that's beaten uh la twice in the same year and Last time they were here, August 26th, they killed them four to one. I know Sed watched every minute of those 90 minutes, uh, and that was a huge win. So they go out with a lot of confidence, and uh, they won't be at Q2. But, uh, yeah, I, I give them some good – some. Uh, they've got good momentum. I give them some good chance to, to go in there and maybe get it done. Sebastian Jerusi, probably the MVP of the league. Brad Stuver, one of the best goalkeepers in the league. So – they got it going. So I know you two will be watching intently instead of your NFL fantasy teams on Sunday. Yeah, we're, let's, uh, you know, let's actually talk about a soccer team that the people watching this care about. Um, 
your Texas soccer team. Um, no, uh, lots, lots of Longhorns actually in action this week. Even though the football team's off, the soccer team will be Big at 12 camps. Oklahoma on Thursday. The Fighting Ange Kellys. They are Big Twelve champions, regular season champions for the first time since 2001. Um, so, you know, if you go out to the Myers Stadium on Thursday, you'll be able to, you know, say farewell to the seniors, uh, congratulate that team on what has been a pretty spectacular season for them. School record, I believe it's now 15 straight uh, matches that they have not um, lost. Uh, been a couple of ties in there, but a great run since that North Carolina loss earlier in the season, which is nothing to, um, you know, be disappointed in. North Carolina is obviously a great, a great program. Volleyball team will be at Gregory Gym on Wednesday night. Seth and I will both be there to see them play Texas Tech on Friday night. They go on the road. We'll play Kansas State at 6.30 up in Manhattan. Um, as said, said on Saturday, Arkansas, um, Texas, their men's basketball teams will be playing. is a charity exhibition match uh, that will benefit the Seedling Foundation and the Break the Pipeline Pipeline Foundation, um, two good causes that they're raising money for. The following day, uh, the women will play an exhibition game against DePaul at two o'clock. The uh, proceeds from that will go towards the Uvalde Moving Forward Foundation. Vic Schaefer has also said that he'll donate a thousand dollars out of his own pocket for every thousand fans that go through the go through the door. So they're trying to raise some money for a good cause. With that, also a chance for the uh, to fans to get to the Moody Center, see the Moody Center for the first time before the football season um, s- s- starts out. So if you've seen it for a concert, you can go see what it's going to look like for a basketball thing. And also the orange white scrimmage for the Texas women is on Wednesday um, afternoon at five o'clock. I got one final thing. What is Charlie's Halloween costume? going to be monday and how much candy corn are you going to eat i'm going to eat plenty because no one apparently no one likes it so this is more <laughs> more for me to eat but charlie charlie will be will be a lion um a lion, he, i like it got to try out his costume uh last week at his daycare and he looked quite quite adorable which uh, is his thing i'm um, looking cute um also on sunday um while you're watching your football you can check out sam ellinger his first career start for the um Indianapolis Colts was named the starter um, this week. So I'm sure a lot of Texas fans will be interested in the Colts for the, for the first time in a, a long <laughs> time. But um, they're, they'll be playing the the Commanders, um, what should be a cool game if you're a Texas fan or a local, you know, local football fan has been watching Sam grow up since he was at Westlake High School. But and Mr. Um, Branson, the tight end. Yep, Kyle another Westlake product. So I guess we just called them the Westlake Colts. Um, mm-hmm. On Second Thought Podcast comes out on Thursday as well. You can watch that, listen to that as you go to the the soccer match at night. What, what are we doing on the On Second Thought podcast uh, this week? Go ahead, Doug. What are we doing? We may talk American football. We may talk European football. We're going to talk both kinds of football. We're going to talk a little bit of a little bit of Austin FC and Duck is trying to get trying to get Diego Fagundes. If we can get available. We can get Diego. We're gonna we're gonna roll. We're gonna rock. So hopefully, um, yeah, we'll have that guest, and um, we'll talk about the struggles of the Longhorns, the struggles of the Aggies. Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah. And that could take a while. Might take a while. It'll be hot. All righty. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Be sure to check out that that podcast on Thursday. We appreciate you guys watching this on YouTube, listening to it wherever you get your podcast. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, we appreciate that too. Be sure to check out statesman.com throughout the week for all of our content. And we will see you next week as Texas prepares for Kansas State. And we hope that you enjoy your weekend off and we'll see you all down the road.